is Tanya Locks, and you are listening to The Tanya Locks Show. I am so excited. This morning, I have co-hosting with me, Jimmy and Felicia Foster. These guys have been married for 25 years. If you want to know how to stay married that long and then some, stay tuned. And hello, Fosters. Hi. Good morning. We're in the house with the Fosters this morning. They are our family, our friends, our friends that became family. Yeah. Um, so happy to have you guys here. Thank you so much for allowing me to not say interview, but just chit chat with y'all about marriage. Yes. Right. We know nowadays that marriages are like dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't last past five years. You guys have 25 years this year. Yes. So we mm-hmm. want to talk about your secrets. Like, what is the secret? What have been the secret to 25 years thus far? Mm-hmm. And so we want to hear all of it. Like, tell us everything. How do we get to 25 years of ma- of healthy marriage, <laughs> loving marriage? Like, you guys love each other. We see y'all loving on each other all the time. Yeah. Loving marriage. You have kids. Like, how did you get through 25 years? Okay. Take us down this journey. Okay. Well, we're um, basically, I guess, high school school sweethearts. So we met uh, our senior year of high school, actually. Um, All kind of on a whim because uh, I needed a date for homecoming. So um, my original date had pretty much uh, dropped me. (laughs) Dropped you? Yeah, he was like, I I can't take you to homecoming. And I was like, what are you talking about? I... I need a date because I was on wow. homecoming court. So the thing was, I needed an escort. I didn't need a date. I needed an escort. An escort. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was a little devastated because, you know, this is my senior year. And, ta- and keep in mind, too, I had a boyfriend. But my boyfriend was, at the time, in the Navy. So he was away, and he couldn't come home to do this stuff. So I just needed somebody to just escort me. It wasn't going to be nothing serious. I just needed an escort. And so when this guy said he couldn't take me, uh, I went to school that Monday, and I was like almost in a little shambles, telling my girlfriends I need a date. And one of my friend's sister, who was two years younger than us, she said, "Oh, I know somebody. He's in my class." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> you can't go with no tenth grader." <laughs> I was like, "I'm de- I'm not that desperate. I right. need somebody, but I'm not desperate." So, um. You know, she was like, no, 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 no. He's a senior. He just moved here. Um, but he's having to take, you know, civics because he needed that credit. So I was like, okay. So she was, I was like, well, who is, I say, who is this? She was like, his name is Jimmy Foster. I'm like, never heard of him. And so she was like, he's new. And I was like, okay, look, he ain't got to be drop dead gorgeous, but he got to be decent. Mm-hmm. How does he look? And she was like, he's nice. I'm like, oh, God, that's cold for you. <laughs> Well, you said you needed an escort. I just didn't want to be. You still need to look like something on my arm. So, you know, so it was like, okay. So uh, throughout the day, I kind of asked other people, did they know him? And they were like, oh, yeah, he's nice. And I'm like, Lord, I keep getting this nice thing. (laughs) So then, uh, so it was like, okay. So we actually kind of, she, we were in between lunches and she kind of, you know, introduced us and was like, oh, like dear Cotton here, like, and type deal. So uh, I gave him like all these IDs so he can see a picture of me or whatever. 
and stuff. So, but he was like, yeah, he would take me, you know, and whatnot. So, uh, and I was like, that's it. I just need somebody to take me on a, you know, take me to this homecoming. So had you seen him at this point? <clears throat> I saw him at, yes, we bumped, like she threw us together in the middle, in the hallway, in between what, so what lunches or something. Uh, no, so was, I was like, yeah. he was, he was cool. You know what I mean? He was fine. He was going to do, you know, <laughs> he was going to do for the purpose yeah, I that I needed it to serve. And, um, and he wasn't a talker. He was real, real shy. And so, and I was a talker, like I was gift of gab. Nonstop. Yeah. Wow. And so, uh, when we did kind of like, you know, meet again, it was like, um, hey, well, let's at least go and, you know, to kind of know each other so it's not so awkward. So we went to the movies and whatnot. And, you know, I'm telling my boyfriend, I'm keeping him in the loop of everything <laughs> and stuff. And I told him, I said, hey, I just need a date. Mm. That's it. I was very adamant. I just need a date. And stuff. So he was like, okay. So uh, we went on the little movie thing to kind of know each other and whatnot. And then that was it uh, until that next week. I think it was the next week was homecoming yeah. and everything. So we did all the coordinations of everything. And yeah. um, after that, what happened? We went to homecoming. It was nice. We had a really good time. You know, other people kind of knew mm-hmm. him. My cousin played football. He knew him and, and whatnot and all of that stuff. So. Um, went on the, went up to homecoming, had a really good time, came back and, uh, my boyfriend calls me the next morning mm-hmm. and I was still sleeping cause I didn't get home till like four o'clock in the morning. And he's like, why were four you out? O'clock? Yeah. Four o'clock in the morning. Cause we had like, uh, we had this whole homecoming court deal where we went to like a breakfast a is what breakfast. they call it. Escort turned into a date. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. But you know, it was still very adamant. This is a date. Mm-hmm. I don't like you like that, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but my boyfriend calls and I'm still sleeping, right? So I'm like, um, so I'm like, hey, I just got in late, you know? And so I was like, call me back. So he calls me back and I'm still sleeping. He like, why are you, what did you really do? You know, why were you out so late? And I'm telling him, I'm like, look, I said, hey, uh, this is my senior year and I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to have to answer to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be able to show up to everything and I don't want to have to, you know, go with your friends or whatever, you know, your brother or whatever, you know? And so I was like, <clears throat> I said, you know what? This is not going to work. This is not going to work. This is my senior year and I cannot be restricted mm-hmm. and stuff. I cannot get your approval on everybody because you're just, I just can't do that. Cause he was in the Navy, right? He was in the Navy. Okay. Yes. So, um, and I hung with the phone and that was it. Well, that wasn't really it. You know, he, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted, he was like, Nah, I ain't gonna go down like, like that. that. And I was like, but you can't promise me that you're gonna be here. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, I just can't put my life on hold like that because then I'm gonna look back and regret that I did not do these things, you know? So uh he eventually he eventually came to terms with it. And I didn't even tell Jimmy that I broke up with him. Cause I did not like Jimmy like that. I right. didn't. Um and I didn't even tell Jimmy. But by way of uh another one of my friends who told her boyfriend then Jimmy found out that I had broken up with him. And that was yeah. your, your and he went segue and, in. And he shot his shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Jimmy needed yeah. to hear. He just yeah, needed to she it, broke yeah, up. It was it was pretty much yeah, like that. So uh, you know, we were in uh his friend was in English class. Mm-hmm. And uh he was he he pretty much just one day I guess he was itching to say something and it was like, hey man, you know you know Felicia and her boyfriend broke up. It's like oh really really you know she hadn't told me that 
She probably not gonna tell you, but she like you, man. Go, go. He he was more of edging on, <laughs> edging so, on, edging so, on. You know, go, go. I mean, you know, I, I was kind of cool being in, in the friend zone at at that time. Um, you know, I just just gotten there um, from California, so I was still getting to know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the the people that I mostly knew were from the football team and kind of that branch, which one so happened to be her. Uh, her cousin, who was also when we were thrown together in the hallway, like she said, it was literally that I was walking to my class and just got yanked on the shoulder and boom, I'm face to face with her. She's mm. hand, handing me IDs to show me what she looks she looks like. <laughs> I'm standing right there. <laughs> and, you know, I'm kind of like I'm grabbing IDs and like handing it back to her like, well, I'm looking at you. I don't, I don't need pictures. Of <laughs> you were showing you. him IDs? Yeah. Yeah. Why were you doing? Me, like, I was nervous. First of all, what she's doing walking around school with like three IDs? Like, I had like five like, of them. Like, 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 she's handing me past your IDs. Like, this is what I'm, I look like. And I'm standing like right here, like, while well, I'm seeing what you look like. I don't need to walk around with you. That with is funny. Yes. You know, and you know, it was unique that I had kind of seen her around. It, it turns out her locker was on the way to mine, but I always see the back of her Letterman jacket. And it said fee, but I thought it said T, the mm-hmm. way the, the F was well, fancy yeah. written. So, um, but, you know, I just never really paid attention at that point. But, um, you know, thrown in front of her, yes, we went out to the movies, kind of get to know each other and whatnot. Just so happened my brothers were there, too, my youngest brothers. They kind of gave their thumbs, thumbs up. You mm. know, Fee had a little dance figure and all that stuff. Mm. But, so, you know, I at least noticed that stuff. But, um, you know... She just kept reiterating, you know, only as a friend, that whole thing. So it's like, you know, hey, that that's cool. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, after homecoming, had a fun time, you know, and, you know, I saw her as someone that, hey, you know, I think I can like this girl, but, you know, she's adamant, has a boyfriend. So I was kind of leaving it be, but once the friend brought it up that, you know, that opportunity was there, then, you know, figure I'd give it a try, mm. you know. How long did y'all date before y'all actually made it to the... Like, when did you know that she was the one to say, um, I'm going to ask her to, to marry me? Well, we had gone... We were in college at this point. Okay. So we went to college together. Um, University of New Orleans. So, um, I, honestly, I think I was going to be going home that summer. And Jimmy was going to stay and work, I guess. And uh, he didn't want me to leave. He did not want me to leave New Orleans. So um, I think that was more. And I was like, well, I'm not just going to be living with you. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, nothing you know. that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just not going to shack up. And there's nothing in the future. Almost you know? like an ultimatum. Huh? Pretty much. I told <laughs> I you what Karen <laughs> told me. Yes. I was like, I'm not going to just, you know, live with you. And there's nothing in the future, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it used to be a saying. My grandmother, I think she said, um. Don't it's something about the cow. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh don't uh buy the cow when you get the milk for free. free. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. She told me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff. So uh so you know, so we just basically so he at that point, I guess, made it up in his mind, I'm not gonna let this girl go home <laughs> and go back to New Iberia. You yes. know, Lydia yeah. Generate. <laughs> yeah, I'm not letting her go. Much, yeah, there, you know. Wanted her around, like like having her around, liked her being around. So you know, when we were in college and summer was approaching, um, you know, I didn't really want to go back to New New Iberia. You know, it's like, hey, we stay here, work, look for for work out here in New Orleans. In New mm-hmm. Orleans, and uh, you know, she's talking about going home, and you know, I knew what was home. 
You know, mm-hmm. there's still that ex-boyfriend out there still mm-hmm. lurking and trying. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, you know, we, you know, we were <laughs> we were together, you know, at that point uh, in college. And, you know, Felicia was sought after. You know, I had to fend off the basketball team. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I man. can believe that. And the funny part is one of the main guys who was after on the basketball, it was two of them. <laughs> but one was like six, eight. One was seven feet. Almost seven feet tall. Wow. And it's like, she's like five one. Right? <laughs> but still, you know, she, like, you know. Dang. So, you know, I, short, you know I, I knew I had to keep my game <laughs> That's up. That's what I'm hearing. So, she's too short. Bro. Yeah, but, you know, I knew I had to keep my game up. Because it's like, hey, if she not with me, you know, that at least that open door. You know, almost felt like, shoot, this how I got her. <laughs> so... You know, it was more or less, hey, I'd like you to at least stay, be around. And she came with the the ultimatum. But, you know, it wasn't nothing where I, I felt forced to have to do or whatnot. It was an easy choice for me at that time. And uh, I don't even know how I got a ring at that Keep time. It, uh, uh, oh, yeah. You yeah. went to K-Jewelers? Yeah, went to, went to K-Jewelers. <laughs> you know, you're a, co- you're a college student. <laughs> they're giving free credit with a T-shirt. So, uh, you know, Fly got like a little $300 line of credit. <laughs> You know, about a hundred eighty-seven dollar ring, but you know, <laughs> do you still have that ring? Uh, I think I do. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, yeah, I do. I still have that. I have my initial engagement ring, all of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah so you know, I propose. How did you propose? Uh, <laughs> it was, was nothing fancy. It was, <laughs> it was in it was in the in my dorm room. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I wrote a poem. Oh, mm-hmm. what? Yes. Yeah, I wrote a poem and. Uh, you know, gave it to her to read. We were actually studying yeah, one we night. Were, yeah, we were studying Because his night. roommate was in, who's still a really good friend to, to today. Yeah. He was in the room too. Yeah, so he was there. I wrote her a poem and, you know, uh, gave it to her to read. And, you know, as she was reading and, you know, I got my ring ready and whatnot. And as she read it, you know, towards the, the end of the poem, it was, you know, asking her to marry me. And when she, like, put it down, I was standing there with the ring. and. Mm-hmm. And the cool. friend in the background crying. Yeah, in the background, <laughs> my roommate in the background crying. So. Were you crying? Did you cry? Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, um, because we had talked about it, but I still, you know, I mean, I didn't know he was going to pop the question. I mean, keep in mind, we're like 18. Mm-hmm. You know, 18. so we're 18. So, you know, yeah, are we 18 or 19? No, we're like 19. We're 19. We're 19 at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, 19. We just turned 19. We had point. just so, turned 19. We were in the second yeah. semester, our first yeah. year of college. Yeah, so. we had just turned 19. So, um, so you know, that was that was unheard of, really. Yeah. You know, I thought I got married young, but you guys no, were we were young. 19. Yeah. We were 19 when he proposed. When he proposed. And then uh, we set the date for, you know, for 95. A year later. A year later. Pretty much wow. a year later, we set the date. Um, our parents were not very happy or supportive, but they eventually all came around. You know, everybody My mom came. was good. Jimmy's mom was the most excited. I mean, you know, she was into that stuff. That stuff. <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> planning weddings, you know, and all of that. That's what she most looked forward to, I believe, planning, you know, planning the wedding and stuff. But, you know, uh, my mom was still a young mom, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't think she was ready because I think she was thinking, oh, Lord, they're going to get married and then they're going to have kids, you know. I'm not ready to be a grandmother probably is what she was really thinking. More than likely, but um, oh, we was young, broke, nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Life, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, we it didn't was have true. It yeah, she, she got me. I, I had nothing to offer other right. than 
Yeah, I was in college with yeah. you, so we we had and goals love. in that life and yeah. love. love. Yeah, so we were we were truly the you know just young people in love, um, you know, so to speak. So, you know, uh, I proposed, she accepted. We told the parents and everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what more of her and her mom conversations were were like. Um, my mom was was fine with it, but then the next thing is okay, figuring out how we're gonna put it uh, put together a wedding. But we did it. Yeah. <clears throat> our entire wedding, even with everything that people gifted us or people paid for, our wedding was probably like $2,500. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> my mother-in-law paid for our wedding. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I still don't know how much it was, but I'm sure it was like somewhere yeah. around what you guys mm -hmm. did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. and we had, we had like 300 people at yeah, our wedding. We what? 300 yes. people at the wedding. We had uh, almost... Uh, Cause we both 20 have big person, families. Darn near twenty person wow. wedding party somewhere around in there, but mm -hmm. you know, at that time, it was it was just the you know the the love of family and friends just coming together to make it happen. You mm -hmm. know, everybody helped out. Uh, you know, our, our moms made the the bridesmaids dresses. My mom made um, my dress. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, my brother helped out with the limo. Other family members helped with the catering. The 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 big nightclub out out there was you know was was about the main main cost, you know. Our mm -hmm. stepmom made the wedding cake. Fee's dad supplied all the bartending you could. And, <laughs> you it, could and they paid for the building. And they paid mm -hmm. for the building. Yeah. So, you know, it was bar, uh, almost a barter system. system. So, you know, our photographer, you know, she gifted us the photography and everything. Wow. No, the, the videographer. Oh, oh, the, the videographer. But my mom paid for the photography. Yeah, mom paid for the photography. Mm -hmm. our, um, you know, our only hiccup in our wedding was our DJ. He broke down. We had a DJ from New Orleans. He broke down in Baton Rouge about three hours before, before the, the wedding, wedding and, you know, calling like, can someone come get me? It's like, three hours? Like, you're done. So three hours before the wedding, we were looking for a DJ. Yes, and we did. had our whole playlist lined wow. up. Felicia had made her musical playlist, what we we're going to play. And well, what y'all had a playlist on? What y'all played? Uh, we were written down. Card? We oh, had a written down. Written, yeah, written oh, he down. was just going to play from the... Yeah, from I thought the, maybe mm -hmm. you know how we had to tape you, you know, play, put the music... Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. We just no, had just it written kind of down. Just kind of the list of songs. We knew okay. the song we the, were going to... The preferred you know. songs that we had, like our first dance, mm -hmm. you know, all of that stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. So we had that, you know, our coming into the reception, mm -hmm. all those things. So we had that lined up with our DJ, but now we're finding one and mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. went out the window. But Which turned out to be... Uh, a cousin, yeah. yeah. A cousin and it probably turned uncle, out even yeah. better. It probably even turned yeah. out better because that cousin living out there knew the music that kept the dance floor going for that region. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it worked out and all he really wanted was some food. Yeah. So <laughs> you didn't have to come out your pocket with no money. Just not really. Mm -hmm. Not really. Paid, no, him, wow. paid him with food and he was just happy to have the entertainment out there. Yeah. So yeah. It was um, family. So it so made it really so just it, that better. So it worked so. out. So yeah, there we were just some Young 20, 20 year olds getting married at, at 20 years old and just life in front of us. So, so I know you guys' life is centered around Christ now. Mm -hmm. Yes, it had to get to that point. To okay, to that's that. what I was going to yeah. ask. Was it at that point, at the time you got married, like mm -hmm. how did you know to what to set your foundation of marriage on? We, we really didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you know, and that was the unique thing about us. Uh, you know, coming into it, I think. Uh, I mean, we were we were we were kids mm -hmm. in all in all aspects of it. We we were kids. We were still discovering who we were mm -hmm. yet yeah. along each other. Yeah. So uh, coming into the marriage, you know, from my perspective, um, you know, I was for her. You know, I enjoyed the the company. Um, you know, I heard you and Kevin's story where. 
you know, there were aspects where we were more alike. For uh, for me with Felicia, I'm the I was the the snuggler, the cuddler, oh, the love, I can everything see that. else. Mm-hmm. So you know, with with me, or well, I, I was looking for that, and within her, you know, she she initially she bought that. Um, you know, raised more so in a single uh, mom household. You know, my mom had to raise three boys, mm-hmm. so I think uh, her love was tough. You know, at that time. Because, I mean, she was a single mom raising boys. She did the best she knew how, but maybe, you know, I can look at it now that maybe at the time in her eyes, I had to be tough. I need to raise men and tough men. So she knew tough love. So affection wasn't so much of a big thing. Mm. She does it all day now. But at that time, I think just raising boys, that's just what she knew or thought she had to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, So Felicia bought that female love that, and the the hugging and the kisses and the snuggling that I was looking for from her that you know I didn't necessarily have growing up, um, and that I just look at it that that's just what my mom did at the time. Um, but um, you know, as far as marriage, I knew from what you know growing up with didn't necessarily uh, live directly in a household didn't have that. That, family that, unit, yeah, that, that family, that family yeah. dynamic unit of marriage. My mm-hmm. mom was a single mom. My dad was around, but he was doing everything he was doing, so he he wasn't there. Right. Um, so I knew. I think the blessing for me was is I was surrounded by nuclear marriages. My 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 best friend, you know, parents are still married to this day. Wow. I spent a lot of time there, Filipino family, but you know they almost took me in, but I got to see that dynamic, family dinners. I was part of family dinners with them. So I saw that. Had uh, two uncles that I'm, I'm extremely close to, love dearly to this day. Their marriage is still today. I mean, one- 50 what they, plus, I think they're 55 Yeah, they're now. hitting 55. Yeah, We're almost yeah. the same wow. thing. So yeah, they're hitting 55 years of marriage. My other uncle, they're probably at like 40, 30, 40 years, somewhere around in there. 30 but, something, yeah. You know, but, those those people and uh, a couple other friends, they were all married. So I was blessed to be around and have those set of friends where I got to witness nuclear marriages. So um, so coming into this and getting married with Felicia, the one thing I knew was I didn't want to be like my parents uh, were. They were married at one time, broken but homes, they yeah, yeah. broken homes. I knew I didn't want to visit my children and all mm-hmm. those things. So that's all I had going mm-hmm. in. So. We went into marriage not knowing anything else other than I knew, hey, when I have children, I want I want them in the house with me. Yeah. That's about all I had. You might have when I, I mean, I know our backgrounds were different. I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the church. I mean, you know, because I was raised by my mom, my grandmother, and my aunt. You know, really. My mom was married, but it was still... My mom was married twice before I think I was 12. Oh. So uh, she married my brother's dad, and then she married again. Um, both, you know, they weren't, I, they weren't good environments, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff. So for, for me, it was looking for something different. You know, I knew that I wanted, you know, a man that truly loved me and he showed me that love, you know, um, but still, you know, Jimmy was raised different. He wasn't raised in the church, like, you know, like I was. So to even say, you know, we had a Christ centered marriage. We didn't know what that meant. Yeah. We didn't know what that meant. You know, we didn't know what that meant. So it wasn't until later in our marriage that we got to that level where, you know what? We can't do this without 
without God, without Christ. We ha- it has what, to be what, that. What happened to make you guys get to that point of saying that we can't do this without God? Um, I have been, um, I would, and I was probably that nagging wife mm-hmm. because I was raised in the church. So mm-hmm. I always wanted to go to church. I always wanted to go to church with my husband. That wasn't Jimmy's lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know? So a lot of times I would leave Jimmy and go to church, you know? And I'd come back and, you know, it was, you know, it was still fine, you know, and I'm telling him what's going on. And, you know, sometimes he would come, sometimes he wouldn't. It wasn't consistent. But um, eventually, uh, I, I bought a book, uh, Stormy, Stormy or Martin, uh-huh. uh, praying, A Praying Wife. Power of Praying Pray, Wife. Yeah, Power of Praying Wife. I read and, that book uh, so many times. Yeah. And truly, it was just, I just started praying that I wanted my husband to, you know, come to God. And I wanted my heart to be open to who he was mm-hmm. and accept him as who he was and not push him, mm-hmm. you know, because I wanted it to be on his terms. And uh, truly, it started changing so much that I almost want, didn't want to accept the change. <laughs> I was almost fighting the change. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you prayed know for this, yes. you know? And yes. remember, we used to be pray, prayer partners. We you did. know, we used to be prayer yes. partners for a while. We used while. to pray like, what, every Tuesday? Tuesday morning or something, yes. yeah. Yes, we uh-huh. were, Felicia. Yes. <laughs> so... So, you know, it was just praying for that in my, in, you know, in my marriage and wanting to see my husband, you know, be that, um, not head of the household, but be that head of me, yes. you know, and wanting Christ to be his head, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. So just wanting that order and, you know, not just for us, but for our children that, you know, that we were having to make, you know, to, because there was no way that we were going to give them something different if we didn't do something different, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, so but that's that was good, good you say that because there are a lot of couples, I believe, that are, especially women, who are trying to, who are into church. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are more women, women into church. There than always there. is, yeah. Um, and they're trying to get their husbands to come to church. You know, they mm-hmm. want to, they don't want to, like, impede God in on them, but mm-hmm. they want them to be their head of mm-hmm. me, you know. Yes. And it's good that you said that because. Some women right now probably just want to give up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Just forget about it. I'm going to, you know, still steady nagging. But instead of nagging, just pray. pray. Yep. Change that into pray. prayer. And uh, it the did. help me too. Yeah. And it did. It, and it helped. And, uh, and I mean, Jimmy probably can, you know, attest to how, I guess, you know, his heart started to change. And um, then, you know, because we were members at OCBF and, you know, it's like, you know, Dr. Evans wants you to be involved in something. And Jimmy was a what we call a, a, a layman. You know, <laughs> he looking like, what? <laughs> and I was like, when are you going to get involved in the ministry? When are you going to get it? And so, because I was already in a ministry and um, and I had gotten Z into dance ministry. And I felt like, okay, this is, you know, I got Z settled. Now I can focus on me. And I'm like, okay, when are you going to get into it? I ain't found nothing yet. I'm like, man, they got a bunch of them. Choose something. And so finally he was like, well, I want to do marriage ministry. Ooh. I said, well, if you want to do marriage ministry, that means I got to do the ministry with you. I already got a ministry. I don't want to do marriage ministry. But that was where his heart God. was. And I went along with him, uh, kicking and screaming almost. <laughs> and I went along with him, and that's but, where it... Hold up, hold up. 
Yeah. No, she didn't pray. Yes. And got the book. Yes. Yep. Storm and Marshall. Yep. We, we're praying partners, and you didn't pray to God, asking God to change your husband's heart. And he did. And he did. Mm-hmm. And he changed yours at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because you went in kicking and screaming, like, I don't want to do this. Because I was like, I got my own ministry. He was like, but this is the ministry I want. I'm like, it ain't what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we went. And uh, it took me a little a little while to get into it, but eventually it was like, wow, this is this is where we belong because that was that was Jimmy's heart. Mm-hmm. You know, his heart was marriage, married, you know, married life, or you know, it was at the time called couples ministry. His heart was couples. Wow. And uh, you remember we used to even do our uh, roundtable table discussions yes. and yes. we used to do that, mm-hmm. and so I think that's where. A lot of that morphed into that that was where God led his heart. Mm-hmm. And so I eventually went along and, yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. saw the trend of her always, uh, you know, fighting. So, yeah, initially, yeah, I didn't grow up with, with uh, church, so to speak. Mom was Catholic, so mm-hmm. I did did some of that. Um, Everybody you know, in New Fury was Catholic. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, you know, in California did that. But, you know, my mom didn't force us to go or whatnot. We went at times, but... You know, honestly, at that time, I didn't, you know, nothing against, you know, Catholics or anything like that. It didn't, grasp it didn't grasp me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have an uncle who, who found Christ and introduced me to Christ when I was like 15. Um, and, you know, that's one of the uncles we're close to. But, you know, I watched what he, he went through as he, he converted to Christ. He, he had his own way of doing things, but he introduced me to that. And I kind of took to that. I never strayed that far from it. It was there. Um, so, you know, when I did meet Felicia, she, yes, church, sunrise, get up, <laughs> old Southern Baptist, Baptist church. Yes. And, um, you know, I went, I mean, I had my good moments. And then there were times where I was just there. She was constantly nudging me to stay awake, everything else. But it's like, hey, I'm, I'm here with you. But <laughs> some of this stuff is tradition and it just... You know, I just wasn't in that place yeah. yet. So, um, so eventually we went through that. I mean, over probably the first seven years of marriage, uh, mm-hmm. even in living in New Orleans, we bounced around from church to church, trying to find that one. I got mm-hmm. a couple of them. You know, I, uh, you know, out of the month, I get two good sermons a month that that stuck with me. The mm-hmm. other two is like, hey, we went, <laughs> and so, um, and then once we moved uh, here to Dallas. Um, we were part of a church for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that you know, church. Small church. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and you know, with that, I was in uh, media ministry. Mm-hmm. So, it, more or less, I had tasks to to get me there. But you know, get set up. You know, media set that up, and and deal with that. But once we, because we were there so early with setup during service, it was, you know, and then <laughs> we we take down and leave. But we were there for a while. But eventually, um, when Probably when you guys got to that book and praying time, that's probably, I guess, I saw the changes with her where she wasn't bugging me. Uh, mm. I felt like she was bugging me about church and whatnot. And that's that's where I'm seeing her going and whatnot. And I think for me, it just became like, you know, I can't just keep watching my wife go do all this. And I'm sleeping in and football and everything on Sunday. So um, eventually found Oak Cliff Bible and I went there and you know Pastor Evans had a couple of sermons where I felt like he was talking directly to to me but he was more or less uh on one of his sermons about um the 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 male being the head and what that looked like 
And that was my first time hearing a sermon put that way. Yeah. Um, with all the various sermons I've heard, he was, to me, the first pastor who put it in a way of explaining what the, the, the head of household, what a man's role should look like. It wasn't just, yeah, I'm the man in the house and this. It's, it's showing how a man should follow Christ so his wife can follow him. It's, now, was know, that hard to do? Um, to like to, to what, the, the, what he preached on, what a man should do and how he should follow Christ. Yeah. That his, I mean, hard? for me, it, it was because it wasn't so much of my background. It, it's, and it's still a work in, in progress. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I know I can always do more, but, um, you know, it was a change I was willing to, to make or at least try my hardest to, to start to, to make. Um, but, you know, once it was laid out of, of what my role was within the house, it made perfect sense. It mm-hmm. was just it was just never really put to me that way. And that's where, you know, I just gravitated to. I didn't mind going and listen to Dr. Evans and his doctrine. And it just... It's because you wanted a change. Yeah, like you yeah. wanted want a change. I wanted to have a, a great marriage. Marriage, you know, cause yes. I, you know, our first, the you know, you get to twenty five years, people got to know. Hey, those, those first few years, you know, is through phases. You know, we were kids in the beginning, mm-hmm. so those first five years, we were still discovering who we were, mm-hmm. what what I like and don't like, what she likes and don't like, and then those are are morphing together. So, you know, we constantly had head buzz. Those first seven years is like, at this point, we can look back. We don't know how in the world we made it through. You know, we... The grace of God. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it the was. You know, the Lord could have took our, our marriage down all kinds of ways. Yes. It was just mm-hmm. like... Had many opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it was just there. Um, you know, I wasn't more centered in Christ at that point. Um, you know, I didn't know what a successful marriage looked like on right. a daily basis and what that, that took. It was just, you know, I think we were, you know, still young. So we were in those selfish phases of, hey, here's what I like. And, you know, she had what she liked, but, you know, we we're still young. Over years, those those things that I'm, the things I liked from 19 to 25 years old wasn't the things I liked from 26 to 30 mm-hmm. and so forth. So we were going through putting together a marriage, still getting through school, um, learning who we are, what we like, dislike, figuring out where we want to go in life. We were figuring out those things kind of together. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, again, no, not so much of any guidance. You know, we were among the only married of our friends mm-hmm. at that time. So mm-hmm. we, we didn't have many couples that we hung out with. Um, you know, we, we were hanging out with with people becoming boyfriend and girlfriend and kind of in their early stages, but we were the only married ones. We had a couple of friends get married and then get divorced mm-hmm. just that as quick as they yep. got married. Um, so it's like we didn't have much of a foundation to really go on. And so uh, once we, we had uh, Z had our daughter, you know, we were at our fifth year, fifth year marriage, mm-hmm. had our daughter. Um, That's know, another gra- challenge when yeah, you bring we're graduating. kids. Mm-hmm. And, and when she came, the, I think one of the best decisions, scary decisions that came is, okay, we were, we were New Orleans, like Bourbon Street, everything, the mm-hmm. parties, all that stuff. Me and Fee go to clubs. I mean, we were, we were a young married couple. I mean, you know, we'd sleep in, we'd go to church, come back, sleep some more, get up, go do stuff, sleep some more. It's just... You know, now we had a daughter to raise mm-hmm. and we realized, okay, for us, okay, this is not the place we want to raise our daughter. And we came to the decision to move 
more so for her of okay where we want to build a life for for our daughter and literally um you know our choices became atlanta houston and dallas don't know why those three places that just became the choices um the same friend who got us together in high school told me that she broke up with the boyfriend was he was out here in Dallas and recruiting and come to Dallas, man, you can write your own ticket. It's nice out here and everything else. And we didn't have a lot of family out there. And one of the things I remember before we got married that Felicia mom had, had told us was, you know, keep what's going on within your marriage with you guys. Mm. Because if, if say we went to her about things that's going on in her, and in our marriage, it would be that Felicia's her daughter. She's going to take Felicia's side. And if y'all patch things up or things get better, I'm going to still be harboring anger because. That was some good you know, advice there. your mom gave. So, you best know, advice she, ever. Yes. Yeah, yes. she may not realize at the time, yeah. but that was the best she advice. She said, if y'all so, having problems in y'all marriage, keep that between y'all. Mm -hmm. I do not want to know. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, and it allowed her to love Jimmy to love Jimmy without any, any condition. Yeah. And without any, you know, um, any, what being, you know, being, uh, contaminated, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so girl to my mom and Jimmy, the best thing since like, <laughs> this good. is her favorite son-in-law. This is, so. I'm like, that's your only son. Your only son. <laughs> yeah. so. That's his favorite mother-in-law. Like they were on the phone the other night and, uh, to, she called him to tell him happy birthday, and you know, and he like, you know, I'm always talking about my favorite mother-in-law. I'm like, that's your the only mother-in-law. Mother <laughs> and he and she like, he say, even if Felicia try to leave me, uh, even if Felicia leave me, uh, you still, y'all still gonna be my family because she can go wherever she want, but I, y'all ain't going nowhere. And my mama tell me, yeah, and I'm gonna run her back. I'm like, how you gonna run me back somewhere? If I wanna be somewhere, you gonna run me back? So yeah, so she loves Jimmy. Like that, I mean, like Jimmy is her son. Yeah. It's not a son-in-law. She even told him that that's she's how, like, she's like, you're not my son-in-law. You're my son. You know. That's so. how me and my mother-in-law were. Yeah. yeah. She was my one of my really, really, really best friends. Yeah. I want to go back to something you said though. You said that at the age of 19, Jimmy to 25, you wasn't the same person. So I think within marriages, we have to learn how to grow. grow. We yep. have to learn how to change yes. when change happens. Yeah. Happens. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times. Um, in marriages, we we don't want to change, so then we're forced to change. Mm -hmm. So you have one person growing at this rate, and then you have a, the other person growing at a slower rate. Mm -hmm. And we can see this person, my husband, our spouse, growing, and we do nothing about it. Instead of you know growing with them, like, hey, what's happening? Right. I, let's, I see you changing. How can we do this thing together? And I think in marriages, people get Stuck. Mm -hmm. They and get it, stuck. Yeah, and people get, you know, content. Very And they content. feel like they can't change. But I remember there was, uh, I think when I was about 35, mm -hmm. maybe about 35. No, maybe about 30, in between that 30 to 35. And I knew I had changed. Mm -hmm. I knew, and I, and my husband hadn't recognized that mm -hmm. change. And I went to him and I said, I'm not the same person. Yes. You have to, you have to treat me this way or certain ways that you are treating me, I, I'm not allowing ah, that, you know? Yeah. And he was looking at me like, really? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not that same person. Yeah. Maybe it was about 30-ish, something mm -hmm. like that. But uh, I remember going to him and telling him that. I was probably about 30. Yeah. And, you know, I went to him and he and he was like, I, I mean, it probably took him a little, took him aback a little, 
but you know, but he still had to realize that. And you know, and and I believe he may have told me, well, I'm not that the same person. In which I knew that, you know. But when we, as we were maturing, we had to be able to recognize that okay, certain things are just no longer acceptable. Yeah. You know, in how you how you may respond or how you might talk, you know, whatever and stuff. So you do have to realize when change and growth happens and that 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 does change the dynamic of it your marriage, does. you know? And it can either work for you or it can work, work against, against you, you. You know? But thankfully that worked for us, you know. Yeah. Because you'll hear a lot of people say in marriages, well he's changed mm-hmm. or she's changed. Well, you should. Yeah, yeah, you can't stay the yeah, same. You both, you both yeah. will will change, and yeah. you know, I think we discovered at at that time, and that was probably about a second time, you know, of, of those mm-hmm. seasonal changes. But we started to learn to communicate okay. those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think before we wasn't communicating. It yeah. was it started becoming more of a a, a bash and head, but because we weren't talking about, you know, what's what's now different, mm-hmm. um, you know, through those phases. So. You know, I know initially I, I went through the phase, hey, you know, uh, hugs, snuggles, kisses, and Felicia was just busy and it's... She but that's his up. love language. Mm-hmm. That's Jimmy's love yeah, language. Yeah, you know, and that's not her, her thing. I almost felt like, you know, we, you know, in that uh, that first phase of marriage where, you know, part of our button head was, you know, I felt like I wanted affection. I didn't feel like she was affectionate. I can and relate. Then, yeah. And so, <laughs> you cousins. You know, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was cousins. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, and I was I was <laughs> listening to that like Yes. Yeah, they family. Yeah. Um, you know, and that and that's what it was, but you know, I had to then learn once she had communicated what are the things that make her want to be more affectionate mm-hmm. that I had to work on and yeah. do. And you know, it it was tough, but still I had to learn to do those things. Yeah. And so, you know, just throughout our phases of marriage, as we went through our different age changes, physical changes, everything, mm-hmm. we had to learn to communicate it more, open mm-hmm. it up. You just gave two, I think, really good secrets to 25 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's one, God mm-hmm. should be the center oh, of absolutely. your marriage. And your number two is communication. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think those are two really great secrets. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I just wanted to yep. recognize that. And, you know, and the communicating and then, you know, I think one of our ultimate ones, I guess we, we really got to, um, you know, within the more so, especially the last 10 years so around that, that, that next 30 to 35 range when she communicated with her changes, it became more ultimately uh, a, a decision. And, mm-hmm. and that's with any marriage. Um, people can say this, this, and this, uh, um, you know, what's the secret to a marriage? Ultimately, the, the secret is, um, for us, is it's a decision. Mm. It's just a decision. We we got to a point where we mm. made a decision within our marriage that come heck or high water, we gonna, we're we in this and we're going to make it work, happen. You created the, the body bag. <laughs> Wait, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> Well, body bag it's going to work out either way Wait, because yeah. Felicia ain't having it. Yeah, I mean, we I was just like, came. That's body bag going. rule is you don't leave this house until you're in a body bag. Mm-hmm. Not as voluntarily or, or involuntarily. involuntarily. <laughs> so, you know, I love it. So, but, you know, that, that set the stage for us to, to really know. And, and you know, now it's, it's more of our thing is, hey, it's us against them. It's us against the the world. It's you us know us, the us, kids. us. It's us. It's us. Yeah, <laughs> yes. us against the kids. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, 
we, we, we've listened to people struggling in marriages sometimes and where sometimes it's, it's about the kids and the kids' schedule. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm hmm. like, you know, we're, we're at a phase now. It's like, darn them kids. There when you the go. kids get out, it's going to be us. There you you go. know, there's many marriages that fall apart when the kids go because you forgot how to be y'all yes. without the kids. And so, you know, we now have that phase where, you know, we'll look at the kids where it's like, you know, <laughs> y'all not going to win got. this battle. Yeah, we, we all we got. That's I pretty much it. our line. And we're like, with the kids, it really becomes where we're going to support our kids and do you know, whatever we can for our kids, but mm-hmm. they, our kids definitely know and understand no matter what, it's us against y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they know they can't really play that game so much because they know we're going to communicate yeah. me and mom about whatever y'all ask us to do. You're going to um, have so many people that agree with you on this and you're going to have some that just totally do not. Oh yeah. Agree. It's always yeah. that. It's, it's, all, yeah. it's always that. Yeah. But you know, um, you know, our job, you know, bringing kids in the, in the world, um, is, is, you know, to help them, uh, you know, help them raise, you, you try to raise them to, to be, be right, good people. And, uh, you know, for us have a, a, a you know, Christ as their center, but, you just try to raise them to be the best people that they can be. Mm-hmm. That's our jobs, provide them food, shelter, and and uh, raise them the best that they can be. Once they're 18 plus, they are an adult. That's their decisions to start to make. I'm now here for advice. Well, we're here now for advice mm-hmm. and suggestion. And to, but ultimately, you have to make that decision. Um, you know, Felicia used to always say, we've gotten to a point in life where we're the type of people where we would never say what our kids won't do. All we can say is we know how we raise them. Whatever decisions they make out there, they're going to have to live with. And we'll support um, wherever possible when you're doing things right. But just know, um, ultimately, our marriage with us, it's about us. We're we're now doing things in our marriage as our kids are getting older and approaching that, that adult age and, you know, finishing up high school. We're more focused on us more than ever. So we know when they're gone and out, it's just now the two of us. And we don't want to be rediscovering, okay, now who we are without right. the children. Yeah, We're starting to do that now. We go on dates constantly. Um, you know, we go we go eat out. We go do things without the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we have family time where we're going to do that. Yeah. Yes. But there's... There's more dates with us than than anything. So that's it has something to be intentional. that that's something that Kevin and I kind of struggle with too. Sometimes we try to find a balance for that mm-hmm. because um, our youngest one just said the other day, um, "Y'all are always gone without us," and so that makes us kind of feel bad, you know. And but it's because they don't ever want to come wherever mm-hmm. we go. They just don't want to come. If it doesn't benefit them, yeah. they don't want to come. Yeah, you know. So balancing that out and trying to figure out, like we we said, okay, we went to the little thing last night, the little masquerade mis- mixer, and it was like, okay, so we need to do something with the kids tomorrow, mm-hmm. so they don't feel, you know. So it's trying to yeah. balance yeah. that out. Yeah, and you have to figure what works for your family. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, y'all do have, you know, and the kids aren't that great of a distance in age, but they are a little bit, you know, there's a little bit younger, you know, age difference there. Uh, you know, I mean, Z's almost 20 and Zan is 14, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, there are a lot of things they want. I mean, Zan does not want to come with us, Mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of stuff. And then there are those moments where, you know, he may be looking to come and hang out a little bit more, that type of stuff. 
Um, but I think that's truly what's going to be, you know, dynamic to your family. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like Jimmy said, it's just we made the decision to just um, be consistent in our marriage and make a commitment and just say this is how we want our marriage to be. So with that note or with you saying that, what is the purpose for your marriage? You know, we have a purpose in everything that we mm-hmm. do. Yeah. So what is your vision for the next 25 years, the next 50 years? Um, really, too, uh, because our thing has been um, to create things for generations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, because, you know, you can set up generational curses or generational blessings. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we want our marriage to be a generational blessing mm-hmm. for our children's children. Yep. You know, for them to look back and know that. Our grandparents, uh, you know, were married for this amount of years, you know, because it it does. If if you have that example um, to kind of live by or have seen it, you know, or even know about it, it it kind of makes a difference in what you look for. Yeah, it you encourages know? you yeah. to want to because now you know somebody made it. Yes, you know, yes. you know somebody made it. Yes. You know, I had grandparents that were married, but. My grandparents died at young ages. You know, like my grandfather died, my grandmother, well, both of my grandfathers died, and my grandmothers never remarried. Mm. You know, so they they were single. You know, um, for my for my mom's mom raising you know children, she was still raising children, but she never remarried. So for when we and Jimmy's grandfather too, he never. Um, yeah, well, one grandfather, yeah, one um, but they weren't married. One grand, one grand set of grandparents, they were no longer married, but Jimmy didn't know grandma cause she died. But then, uh, your, your mother's husband too died, you know, young or whatever. But so we did not see that, you know, as role, as a role model for us. So we were starting at scratch, yeah. Yeah. you know, so we've set a uh, something for our kids to be able to see witness right witness there. in front of their eyes you know yeah. you don't have to start from scratch you have something to yeah. model yeah. and Z does say oh this is you know couple goals y'all are couple goals Aww. and I'm like oh that and that that makes us feel like okay we're doing something right yes because that makes our 19 year old want to have a goal for her own life mm-hmm. that you know she can have because she's going to look for somebody that probably resembles a lot of what her dad does. And Zan is going to look for somebody who looks like what his mom, you know, models. Oh yeah. Remember what uh, he sees. And yeah, and that's keeping in mind that, you know, your children are always watching. They're always watching. Whether you think they are and are they not. Um, But, you know, for us, our our marriage is you know is is pretty wide open to our, our children to you know to to uh, much of an extent, um, so you know they get to see me affectionate with her and mm-hmm. vice versa to where it's not just hidden, because um, I've I've witnessed marriages there where you've never seen affection so right. much so it's like okay they're married but yeah you don't see anything else yeah so you know it it is. It is good at times. I'm sure the kids would would disagree. They have the embarrassing looks when mm-hmm. they see me hug, mm-hmm. kiss their mom, or slap her behind, and things like that. Son, oh, Zang is the son is always like, looking no. with the, <laughs> the look like no, no. Yeah. But 
you know, is, is for them but to he understand loves it. Yeah. But he loves it, what yeah. the affection looks like. You know, same with, with my daughter, because I want her to have the same thing. I want her, you know, when she finds somebody to make sure they love her for who she is and, uh, you know, unconditionally, because, you know, we're all going to change. You know, I can't say, okay, I want my wife to look this way and I don't look the same. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it's reciprocal. It's, I always find the things I love about her on a daily basis. Wow. It's not looking at just the physical and everything else. It goes deeper and beyond that. that. Um, you know, there's going to be, you know, those times physically, yes, love all that. Then there's other times is listening to her and who she is and how she is with our family, with me. Those are the things I love about her. It's those combinations put together, all put together where it's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm good. <laughs> you know, so I know who I'm coming home to. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I, you know, I still have those feelings just as I was as a fifth, uh, well, 18, mm -hmm. 19 year old where, Aww. you know, she is, you know, hey, I'm hurrying home. And we have those times when we're not together and. Now I'm coming home and haven't seen her in this time. You know, I catch myself like, let me slow down. I got to get home safely. But, wow. you know, I'm trying to get home to my wife. And when the, when the kids are, you know, up too long and whatnot, it's like, look, this is our time. Y'all can do what y'all want, but it's me and mama time. Y'all can get out of here. And you still feel like that still 25 years mm -hmm. oh, yeah. in your marriage. Oh, yeah. That's my baby, man. You can't tell me nothing. Different. Wow, he said that's my baby. I know that's real. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I I um want to ask a question. Um, well, not really ask a question question, but to and we're gonna do this wrap it up really quickly. Well, I'm gonna ask this question first. So, give us three secrets. Your top three secrets to 25 years of marriage. Your top three, really quickly. Um, I don't know that there are secrets. It's just, like we said, we made a decision. Mm -hmm. Um, we definitely eventually came to the point of putting God in it. Mm -hmm. So the earlier you can do that, the better, the better, the better, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, communication. I mean, that was a lot of where we saw, um, arguments or just things that festered that didn't really even have to, mm -hmm. um, because we weren't communicating. And 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 I and another one is just to uh, respect your spouse. Yeah, you know that that's really big. That's a big one. Yeah, and not only respecting them in public, but respecting them in private mm -hmm. too. You know that goes mm -hmm. a very long way. Oh, I have heard the stories. The um, my husband he do things at home but when we get outside into the world mm -hmm. he's totally different. different yeah you know like he's loving on me outside the world but yeah. inside i've heard so many stories no 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 i mean you know i think jimmy would say this about me but i say this about him who he is outside is who he is i mean he's more of that inside like you know i mean i fall asleep in his arms mm -hmm. you know and at some points of the night, Ooh, I don't remember. You guys are just so... <laughs> you know, but it it wasn't... And it was like that, then it wasn't like that, and now it's like that. This you brings know? me to my next question <laughs> really quickly. Can you fall in and out of love with each other? I don't know that you fall in and out of love. Mm. Um, I think... 
I don't know that you fall in and out of love. You we're gonna have to come. That's another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can, you know, that's you another can, talk. You you might have those phases where it's like we're we're not clicking or yeah. we're not, not, it's not fully passionate. Vibing. Yeah, yeah. You the, know, the passion is is a little weak and whatnot. Because you know, one of the secrets I would say is you know that I was going to mention too. Uh, and that's probably me speaking more so to husbands. You know, it's it's still chase your wife, mm. chase your wife. The you know say that the, again. The you know the things that say no say, say that, that again. But like chase, chase your wife. Chase yes. your wife <laughs> is like you know I know sometimes it, it bothers her, or bugs her every now and then. I know it can be a pest, but for me, yeah. Hey, so so be it. I always told her when I stop chasing you, you probably need to talk to me yeah. or find out what's going on with me. Yeah. I feel like, you know, from what we've learned in our marriage is, you know, if that's my love language, when that stops happening, we, we probably need to figure something out or yeah. we need to talk. Yeah. Um, so because a change is happening. Yeah. A change yes. could be happening. That's where. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, for me, that's. That's probably my, hey, notice this sign. If I'm not chasing you, something's going on. Mm. That hasn't been for a very long time, but that that's where it is. I want her to know that, hey, she's still the sexiest woman in my life. I'm a, I'm going to pinch your butt. I don't mm-hmm. care. You know, kids see it. it and he's happened. so predictable every time I know yeah, he's coming hey, to it. Okay, <laughs> mention, wait, wait, wait. Mentioning pinching butts here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 25 years. How do you guys keep it Spicy in the bedroom. Give give the listeners twenty five years because there are some people who are struggling. Yeah, you know, in that area, and we're gonna have another talk about this as far as the sex goes. Yeah, but yeah. Twenty five years. How do you get? How do you manage that? It's still communication. It it's still and it's still in. just finding and finding that balance because you know, like I told Jimmy one time before, I said, "You want quality or quantity?" <laughs> Because I, I might give you quantity. It might not be the quality that you like. So which, yeah. which one do you want? Say that you again know? so the men can Yeah, you quality or you want quantity. All right. So Break you might, down yeah, for yeah. You might get five days a week. And it might be, you know, and what you all want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but do you want these three days? And do you want it to be like, oh, okay, she was in it. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that, that, that's one of the things that I think we've come to an agreement about, mm-hmm. you know? Because... His sex drive is greater than mine. Mm-hmm. I think for most men that is the case. Mm-hmm. But I had to come to the terms. What you want, man? Because I I can't go seven days, five days, <laughs> maybe not even four. I give you a good three days, and are you good with that? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's what and that's what he had to kind of you know make up in his mind. Yeah. I think he got a good three days. Yeah, it has to be a good three, <laughs> three days. days. But, <laughs> you know, but. You sometimes know, I might yeah, be sleeping. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. But, you know, like I said, that, yeah, that ultimately still comes with communication. Mm-hmm. So, you know what to do to hopefully improve those uh, those chances. Yeah. Um, but, you know, other things can come in and, and factor that. That's where, you know, I we understand where people with children, that can sometimes be a factor. Not always a factor because you, you, you can... Uh, Make it not be a factor if you yeah. put forth the effort. Yeah. But, you know, every now and then you have those. It's yeah. like, hey, I can be setting the mood the, the whole day and feel like, boy, tonight. <laughs> and then get home and the sun is jacked up. As soon as I walk in, or I'm going to get a text about something he did or didn't do with schoolwork. And it's and like, she's like, going <laughs> off on him. And I'm just looking at him like, jack this Because <laughs> now your mama mood is done. <laughs> 
you know, because now he didn't took over. And that's where, you know, hey, you have the moment, like, son, let me talk to you. You know, you're going to get it together because, uh, yeah. you know, but awesome. then that that's where the me and her against the world come in because now, hey, you done messed up the me and her tonight because yeah. uh, of what you've done. And so it causes those extra yeah. talks. But, you but know, I think, too, you, know. you have to find the time because we have to find, too, that it can't be just at night. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it Got to be in the morning, mm-hmm. you know. I think I'm more of the morning. Person. I'm more of the morning. Jimmy's person. Jimmy's more of the night because he won't go to sleep yeah. after. But I'm more of the morning. Get some rest. And two, uh, or just whenever mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, we we, we sneak out in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you gotta find I'm learning what, something I, new about I think the fosters here. Episode two. Yes. Episode two. I think, you, to, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I think no. you gotta find what works for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> yes, this is definitely going definitely going to have to be an episode yeah. part yeah. 2 uh-huh. to this. So, yeah. Um I want to um ask you guys what is leave us with a scripture or a quote. Oh. Um, hmm. that you guys lean on when times are rough. Well, I know I have my my I mean mine is like yours Jeremiah 29:11. 29, I just you know for the plans I have for you yes. says the Lord. You know, I mean that's always been mine. Um, I do think we do, um, uh, we've come, we came to the point of Joshua, Joshua 24, you know, yeah. for me and my house, yeah, we would serve the Lord. Lord. Um, but I, we had to get to that, mm-hmm. you know, for us collectively mm-hmm. as a, uh, as a couple. But, um, I believe it's, uh, Ephesians, uh, I want to say it's Ephesians. I can't remember which one right now, but, um, you know, of course, uh, wives submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. You know that's a hard thing for a lot of people. Yeah, but it is. So having now being, uh, you know, taught that through our church life is like, you know, now understand just pretty much what what I'm required to do, and so with with men learning that is really men learning how to be men yes. from a biblical perspective mm-hmm. versus. The physical world. perspective, oh, the, the, world, world, the worldly yeah. physical yes. perspective, you know, yes. you know, you're just taught to be the man of your house and whatnot. But from a biblical perspective of understanding what that means of men being the spiritual head of your house and, you know, not so much, you know, you know, a lot of wise women raise children, you know, from a biblical perspective, no men raise the children. Mm-hmm. And that has gotten lost so much in the world where, you know, women are raising children and women are doing some great jobs. But there are a lot of aspects where the men should be stepping up and, yes. and doing that and raising the, the house, um, you know, all together. It's not just your, the, the woman showing the wife how to be a wife or whatnot. Uh, woman you know, showing the child, or, the daughter. Or, or the mm-hmm. woman showing the daughter or, mm-hmm. and the husband showing the son. Husbands show it all. Do you think that some men leave the home? Do you think that they cop out some men because they don't want to take on that challenge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think some of them, some of them do. Um, they don't, or is is a combination of that, and then some just don't know how. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I think that's one of the gaps we currently have in the world is, um, you know, not being able or not knowing how to show men how to do that. Um, because it's, it's the home has been broken for so long, it's harder to put that in. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's why I always look at it that I'm blessed to have gotten this far and then be, be shown that. And so in you know, different ways is there. So you know, I always say I look at it 
Um, you know, you pick up things from what you're raised around, then the next part, it becomes you, what decision you're going to make to, to change or rectify mm -hmm. and whatnot and, and change that direction. So, you know, we, we see it generationally adjusting. I mean, you know, the, a lot of the men in, in my family have long lasting marriages. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's a blessing from that side, but you know, it needs to be all the way around, mm -hmm. you know, some of the women, not so much, but it's just maybe how we were raised what we saw don't mm -hmm. know but you know it's all decision based really in the end mm -hmm. this has been so wonderful like <laughs> seriously this have has been so good so what would you tell this is the last question what would you say what advice would you give to newlyweds someone who is entering into a marriage right now I think it's the um, because we've been marriage mentors before Okay. And I think it's the same thing that we kind of just talked about. Um, really, um, you know, respecting your spouse, um, communicating, putting God first, uh, or at least at the center, you know, mm -hmm. putting God at the center of your marriage. And um, just really hanging in there. Mm -hmm. When times get tough, people are so ready to just flee and yeah, leave. Yeah. The world has made it feel so easy. Easy, yes. Be ready for, for the change um, because it's guaranteed. Yeah. It's guaranteed. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not if, it's when. It's you when, know? Yeah. yeah. And you know, Sister Evans um, used to say this, you have to build things for, you have to prepare yourself for when things are going to happen mm -hmm. because they are going to happen but if you've prepared yourself and built up on things and built a foundation then you can withstand it mm -hmm. and that really is just you know uh, I think how we've kind of gotten to you know being able to overcome because every day is not good no. you know but it's going to be about okay every day is not good but I know that this person here that they got my back yeah. and that they are and that ultimately they are there for me and they're not there against me, mm -hmm. you know? So I really think that that's what it's going to come down. You got to just hang in there. Yeah. That's just the simplest way yeah. to put it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what else you have going on. Um, you just got to hang in there. And don't be afraid to get help. Don't be afraid to, you know, reach out to, even if you don't want to go to counseling or something. Don't be afraid to surround yourself with like-minded marriages. Yes. You know, that's very important to, for us too because... Although we do have some single friends, but the majority of our friends are married. are married. Mm -hmm. And they've been married for a long time mm -hmm. now, you know, because we came in and, you know, we're still one of, one of the oldest, you know, one of the longest marriages. But we still have other people that we can talk to who have been married longer than, mm -hmm. longer than us. So you do have to find, um, even for yourself, um, if you find that married couple who can be mentors for mm -hmm. you, yeah. you know. And yeah. stuff that that's, it's, that's yeah, important. It's harder for, and you know, w within a marriage. So yeah, with, with that to to wrap up within a marriage, your closest confidants re regarding your marriage should be someone who's married. Yeah, and pass uh, no judgment. And yes. pass no judgment. Yes. Yeah. because it's like you know, it's it's just like anything else. It, it is hard to get advice. From someone to do something that they've never themselves have done before mm -hmm. or are not currently successful in. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's easy to say, okay, I was married and divorced, but okay, have you gotten a, a new marriage and that one going strong? I mean, you can give me certain pieces of advice, but... 
to hold together a marriage. Yeah. Are you the right person I should be speaking to? Mm. So that's where something you build your surrounding, uh, you know, uh, I guess circle around you is other strong marriages where you guys will work together within that. Mm -hmm. Because while they can help you at, at one season of your life, you never know when you have to reverse the role. Yes. But if you have that circle, it can all it can all work. Mm-hmm. You'll have those people to lean on when you need to. That's just part of your foundation. It yeah. is. You just need a strong foundation. Yeah. I think I want to add to that and say, um, don't go into it trying to change no, each yeah. other. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That's don't all, do that's, that. That's, 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 that's a recipe yeah. for yeah. disaster. Mm-hmm. Recipe. Yeah. I, I heard Viola, she was, uh, Oprah had, was on an interview with her and her husband, and she said, um, when you marry someone, you marry the now, mm-hmm. like the wild and crazy mm-hmm. or yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. But then years go by, you're taking out trash, you know, you cooking and you cleaning and that kind of stuff. And and then the new now happens mm-hmm. and you look at that person and you're like, I can't stand you. Mm-hmm. She said, that's when marriage actually happens. When you yes. look at that person and say, I don't like you right now, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, that is when marriages happen. She said, but you have to like that person, not just love that person, because love is not going to sustain no. your marriage. Yeah. Kevin and I, you know, we we learned that, mm-hmm. that love is not the only thing that's going to hold your marriage no, together. No, So it's much more than yeah. that. It's much more than that. Yeah, it's so, all a combination of, of those. Yeah. So I guess, you know, you say, I would always say, you know, when people say fall in and out of love, um, I I personally, my opinion, don't don't think that's so much true because you can always love people. It's just different levels of love that's gonna is you you're gonna deal with within a marriage. You know, it's just like friends. You can love them, want to see the best for them, and whatnot. That's that one type of love. But then you have that deep down that would have got the love. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the portion that you wanna keep at the forefront of your marriage that agape love to where hey i love you with seeing you at your best seeing you at your worst and none of that has changed any of that i still want you right next to me each and every day you want that one to be your your forefront Mm -hmm. you know because people get divorced all the time and they still love each other they want to see the best for each other they just don't have the love of uh, um, affectionate committed that type of relationship and so what you want to focus on is the agape love within your marriage of all those things would next show. Yeah, that's next show because I have a different theory on that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to come back yeah. to that one. That's that, And you guys are going to be my guest again. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much. I really love having this conversation. Well, thank you you, as you can see us. that we have like so much we can talk about. Yeah. We can yeah. go on and on, on and yes. on. And There's we have chapters tried, to this. Yes, yes. We have tried to wrap this up like three times. But right we're wrapping right. it up now. Yes. So anyway, thank you so much. Thank and, you for having um, us. You guys have a blessed day. And I love you from the bottom of my love heart. Love you too. And um, let's make this happen. All 25, right. 50, 60, 70. Bye. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Peace. <laughs> that was good. Kevin the cameraman. He got a new name. <laughs> now, now I'm seeing Kevin with that little headphone on. With- Thank you 
so much for listening.